Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyl Arthritis Podcast. How are you doing? I hope you've had a fantastic week. This week for me has been really, you know, not too bad. We've had some weather changes, but we've had a lot of sun here in Michigan. And that is just so good for both the attitude and the mental part of dealing with axial spondyl arthritis. So this week, we're going to cover a number of different things. The main topic is we're going to talk about conventional DMARDs versus biologic DMARDs. But before we get into that, I want all of you to go to the webpage, The Faces of Ankylosing Spondylitis. This has been a page that I joined uh, 11 years ago, I think it was. I'm number 158. And Cookie, who is all over the Facebook forums, started this. And I just thought it was amazing. And if you listen to the first one or two episodes of this podcast, you will hear me refer to it as the voices of ankylosing spondylitis. Because I was going to interview a lot of people from that webpage, But unfortunately, it just kind of changed and didn't work that way and morphed into what it is today. And I hope you've been enjoying it. So I want you to go over there. I want you to get your story listed. Reach out. There's a very easy way when you go to the Faces of Ankylosing Spondylitis to go in, type out your story, submit it to Cookie, and she can then turn around and post it, and you'll be part of the overall community. So let's get this going. She wants to reach 2,700 people on the page. So go ahead, please, if you have not reached out to her and get your story on the faces of ankylosing spondylitis. Okay, and on to today's topic. So let's look at conventional versus biologic treatment for axial spondyloarthritis. Now, this is coming from an article from myspondylitisteam.com, and I'll have a link to it in the show notes. But it's something that I've been very vocal about on the Facebook pages that are dealing with ankylosing spondylitis that I participate in or moderate. And so I really, when I saw this, I said, this is what people that are on biologics or regular DMARDs, i.e. conventional DMARDs, need to hear. So let's again look at conventional versus biologic treatment for axial spondyloarthritis. So the article says, what are some key takeaways? Well, disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drugs, DMARDs, are approved to treat axial spondyloarthritis when non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs are ineffective at managing the symptoms. Conventional DMARDs suppress the immune system as a whole. Let me repeat this. This is one of the most important sentences that you can take away from this. Conventional DMARDs suppress the immune system as a whole. On the other hand, biologic DMARDs target specific aspects of the immune system involved in inflammation. Again, those differentiations are very important to understand if and when you take these medications. There's a large range of conventional and biologic treatment options that are available for those of us with axial spondyloarthritis. This is a type of inflammatory arthritis that affects the spine, as we've talked about many, many times before, and it can impact and most likely will impact joints and other parts of the body. 
So the first line of treatment that doctors like to look at is NSAIDs, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. And those are, like I said, the first line of treatment. However, conventional and biologic DMARDs are often advised for active axial spondyloarthritis when the systems persist and, you know, just taking the aspirin in the morning or the Tylenol or whatever you're doing for non-steroidal anti-inflammatories just isn't cutting it. So the next line of treatment they'll then say is, let's look at a biologic and it's probably going to be either Enbrel or Humira are the first two, at least here in the United States. So sometimes called spondylitis or spondyloarthritis or axial spondyloarthritis, it's all an autoimmune or autoinflammatory condition in which our immune system is overactive and it attacks healthy tissue. Types of axial spondyloarthritis include the ankylosing spondylitis and then the non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis. Again, the show is called the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast because that is the umbrella term. That's really what you as a patient care about. You want a diagnosis of axial spondyloarthritis. Where you fall on the underside of that as far as whether it's non-radiographic or has it moved over to radiographic, it's important for you to know But that's not really how you want to term it because you want it as the overall umbrella arching. And then the treatment plan that's developed for you is going to be determined by the doctor as they look at how far you've progressed from non-radiographic to radiographic. So with that said, we all know the condition is chronic and we all know it causes inflammation in the joints and our organs. The symptoms of axial spondyloarthritis, they can include debilitating back pain as we're all well aware pain in other joints, stiffness, and that just absolute terrible fatigue that many, many, many of us experience. So when you look at conventional and biologic DMARDs that are approved to treat the underlying inflammation, that can then hopefully help to lessen or mitigate some of the other conditions that you're experiencing. So that's really the key is you've got to get that inflammation under control. So what is a DMARD exactly? Well, a DMARD are their medications that are approved to treat inflammatory type arthritis. Conventional DMARDs, also known as conventional synthetic DMARDs, broadly suppress the entire immune system. Many conventional DMARDs are considered immunosuppressant drugs. This is one where you're going to want to be aware of and careful of how you get exposure to other people. Because if you've got a completely immune suppressed body, then you're much more susceptible to a whole range of items. But again, that's with the conventional DMARDs, not the biologic DMARDs. So you have to understand which one you're taking could affect how you need to behave in your interactions with others. And so why I bring this up and why I'm kind of harping on that is because I'll see many, many people that come on and they think I'm taking a biologic only And oh my gosh, my immune system is going to be crushed. I'm just, I can't go out in public. I can't interact with people. I won't be able to do anything because I'll be able to get just any disease out there. I'll I'll just be susceptible to getting it. And that's not true because the biologic DMARDs, they're acting on just specific parts of the disease. That is one of the really just amazing benefits. Now, yes, you can get sick when you're on a biologic DMARD. There will be a lot of people that say, but I got everything under the sun when I got sick. It can happen. This again, I'm looking at this from a 30,000 foot level and there are going to be always examples or people that don't fit the mold of, you know, 
how the drugs affect most people. So I apologize, I stumble over my words a little bit here, but it's just such an important topic because I'm, I'm looking back and forth between the article and the microphone. I want you all to understand that if you're taking a biologic alone, you're not killing or suppressing the entire immune system. Many, many people, including myself, who I'm on Cosentix, will mention that since they've started a biologic, they don't get sick anymore. They haven't had any real major medical concerns. I started my Cosentix back in, I think, late 2017, October of 2017, I believe it was. And since that time, I've really only gotten sick once. And that was a couple of weeks ago. And that was a doozy. I got COVID. So, you know, if I'm going to pick something to get sick with, I, you know, I kind of picked the big one. But everybody's been getting sick with that. I had a very mild case. I do have a vaccine because of the condition we have with the immune system. I said, what the heck? I'm going to get it. So as we mentioned, biologic DMARDs target specific aspects of the immune system and block them from attacking healthy cells. That is very important to understand is that they keep that cells, that tissue, that specific area which might have been attacked from being attacked. Biologics are generally considered immunomodulators. However, methotrexate, which is a conventional DMARD, is sometimes considered an immunomodulator as well. So you might hear it talked about both ways with your doctor. So you just want to be very clear with them when you talk with them about it. DMARDs are used to help reduce disease activity, slow disease progression, and prevent bone fusing and joint damage for most people with spondylitis. Now, some, you know, including somebody like myself, I was already fused by the time Cosentix came along. It's been a real helpful medication for keeping my neck from fusing any more than it is. My neck is probably my one area that I get the most amount of pain in. As we know, again, left untreated, axial spondyloarthritis can result in chronic pain and, and may even result in disability for many people. So both conventional and biologic DMARDs can be highly effective for the treatment of axial spondyloarthritis. And as the main function, which I think of them, is not only preventing the possible fusing and lowering the inflammation in your body, but they can improve your quality of life. And that's really what we're searching for, is something that will improve our quality of life for many people that you know may take them. When we look at conventional DMARDs, we look at things like methotrexate and sulfazine. Those are both conventional DMARDs that may be recommended for the treatment of axial spondyloarthritis. Methotrexate, you know, may be prescribed alone or together with a TNF inhibitor, which is a type of, you know, biologic DMARD. A doctor may prescribe them pairing when TNF therapy alone does not provide, you know, adequate relief or the peripheral joints have persistent inflammation. One thing to remember, even though it's the same condition that we all have, i.e. men and women, women can present different than men. That doesn't mean there's less pain for them or anything like that. It just means there's certain things that I've covered in past episodes that women can present differently. And so so you have to be aware that many women will have extra or persistent peripheral pain for axial spondyloarthritis that men may not have. So make sure as you're talking to your doctor that they're aware of that. Make sure that they are treating that and make sure that they're understanding that that's a symptom or could be a symptom of your axial spondyloarthritis. All that has to be looked at. And again, it's very important. Unfortunately, it's, you know, I hate to say that it's you have to educate the doctor, but you really do at times because they're going in and probably looking at a textbook case that they had in medical school, depending on the doctor's age. It may have been a textbook case of 
If it's a man, look for this, look for this, and look for this. Boom, it's ankylosing spondylitis. If it's a woman, uh, it's probably something else. And that's really not fair to my women listeners. So again, it's very important that you understand how it can affect and present you. And go back and listen to the past episodes. I'll have links to them in the show notes that talk about how axial spondyloarthritis can present in women. So what we know about methotrexate is that it can be self-injected or it can be taken orally as a tablet every day. Methotrexate causes cells to release adenosine, which helps, and I probably butchered that, I'm sorry, which helps reduce inflammation in people with various types of inflammatory arthritis, like axial spondyloarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, and psoriatic arthritis. Common side effects include nausea, vomiting, mouth sores, and fatigue. So that's one of the kind of things that if you're real susceptible to side effects, fatigue is part of something that can happen with methotrexate. If your doctor talks to you about it, let them know what you're thinking concerns and how if you do take it how you're doing you know a couple weeks out three weeks out four weeks out as you build up if you're noticing extreme extra fatigue it may be time to talk to the doctor about something different besides methotrexate if you're taking it sulfazine uh, may be prescribed for the treatment of spondylitis when peripheral joints you know joints other than those connected to the spine are affected sulfasalazine may be prescribed for the treatment of spondyloarthritis when peripheral joints, you know, joints other than those connected to the spine, are affected. Sulfasalazine is sometimes recommended when TNF inhibitors, you know, which is a type of biologic, are not appropriate for someone with axial spondyloarthritis. Sulfasalazine is taken orally as a tablet, and common side effects may include headaches, nausea, indigestion, vomiting, and for men, reversible male infertility. So also be aware that it is a sulfa drug, which is a type of antibiotic to which some people may be allergic. You're going to be well aware if you're allergic to any type of sulfa. So if your doctor brings it up and they don't know, it's a great time to make them well aware of it. On the other hand, biologic DMARDs may be recommended for the treatment of axial spondyloarthritis when the disease remains active after conventional DMARD treatment is proven ineffective. Whereas most pharmaceuticals are made from chemical molecules, biologics are complex proteins made from living cells. And I've covered this in a lot of past episodes, so please go back and give those a listen for a more in-depth look at biologics. Biologic drugs with names that end in MAB are monoclonal antibodies, which are derived from animal cells. So biologic drugs, are, you know, they're usually taken by subcutaneous injection. I just gave myself one this morning for Cosentex. So it's just a, almost looks like an EpiPen, place it against your skin, boom, inject the medication, and you're good. But some are taken by IV infusion because the large protein molecules cannot be absorbed well by the digestive system if taken orally. Now, with that said, there was just like two months ago, three months ago, and, and the name's escaping me at the moment, welcome to Brain Fog, trying to do a podcast with axial spondyloarthritis. But there was a new medication that was recently approved for use in axial spondyloarthritis that can be taken as a tablet form. So I'll have a link to that in the show notes after I have some time to write the show notes out and remember what it was. Types of biologic DMARDs used for spondylitis. Well, each class of biologic drug is designed to interfere with a specific aspect of the immune system, prevent it from overreacting and causing inflammation and damage. Tumor necrosis factor is a target of several DMARDs. TNF is a signaling protein involved in chronic inflammation. So with TNF-alpha inhibitors, which are also called TNF inhibitors or just anti-TNF drugs, are used in the treatment of axial spondyloarthritis. And there's five main ones. There's Simsia, there's Enbrel, there's Humira, there's Symphony, and there's Remicade. 
On the other hand, there's also interleukins, and they're another type of protein involved in inflammation, and they're also targets of subspondylitis treatments. IL inhibitors are designated by numbers and used to treat spondylitis include IL-17 inhibitors, Cosentix, that's what I take, and TALTS and Stellara, which are IL-12 and IL-23 inhibitors. Like any medication, there could be the potential for side effects, and the biologic is no different. So side effects can occur with biologic drugs, and I'm not trying to minimize them because for some people that take them, they're extremely severe. As a general rule, most people are going to have little to no side effects, but the people that get them seem to get them bad. People who take biologics have an increased risk of infection. These drugs can suppress parts of the immune system. Before you begin biologic treatment, you will receive a blood test to check for you know, past exposure to hepatitis and tuberculosis. Blood work will also be monitored during your treatments while you're on it. You know, I just gave blood the other day when I went to the doctor just so they could look at how it's going along with the medications that I take in addition to the biologic. So some of the common side effects are reactions at the injection site. You'll see that. Somebody gives themselves the injection and they get a red welt, they get heat, it's hot to the touch. All of those can be something that you experience. You know, redness, tenderness, itchiness, or a rash. Allergic reactions can cause chills, shortness of breath, or an itchy face. Rare side effects can affect the nervous system and cause tingling or abnormalities with vision. Heart problems are another rare side effect, and any swelling of hands or ankles should be reported to your doctors immediately. So remember, if you get a reaction to the site, try a Benadryl. That may knock it down and take care of what you're dealing with. If it continues to get worse, or again, I'm not a doctor, I don't know the specifics, but if it's out there maybe more than a couple days, I would be reaching out to my doctor and say, hey, look, I took this shot. Everything was good except where I injected it. I've had a red welt for two or three days now with their background and tell you if there's something to be concerned about. Your rheumatologists and healthcare providers will discuss the side effects in detail with you, or at least they should. If they're not, I might question the overall treatment plan you're getting. If you and your healthcare team determine that biologic treatments are appropriate for you, it's essential to let your doctors know again about any side effects you experience. So with that, again, I want you to understand what we talked about in the key takeaways, that conventional DMARDs will suppress your entire immune system, while biologics will suppress a portion of your immune system, whatever it's going after, IL-17 or anti-TNFs. It's not going to suppress it like if somebody was taking a cancer medication. So thank you for listening. I wanted to take a moment here and I touched base briefly with one of my listeners. I'm not going to tell you who it was. They're going through a really rough patch right now. They're starting the process of going through a divorce and it's just my heart goes out to them. They are dealing with it. It's not been the most smoothest of divorce, but which one ever is. And as I've told many of you in past episodes, I've been through three divorces. That's not anything I'm proud about. They were caused by numerous things, but AS played a huge part in it because it was completely untreated. This person is really dear to me. I want all the best for them. 
and I just wish them nothing but the best. I know they'll hear this when they listen to the show, and it's really just one of those things where I'm very sorry they're dealing with it. And that goes to you. You know, when you have any type of chronic condition, it can play hell with a marriage. It can play hell with your psyche. Everything from, can I be an active partner? Can I be an active lover to my spouse? Can I be anything? You know, am I going to be stuck sitting on a couch and they're going to have to pick up the pieces for everything? This chronic condition could carry through to everything. And if you're going through a divorce, uh, my heart goes out to you as well. But to this person that I know is listening, you know, as I've told many folks, I'm here for you. I don't want you to ever think that as you go through this, I always term it a crucible. That divorce is just a horrible experience on your psyche. But when you come out the other end, I truly believe you're a better person for it. It's terrible that it happens, but I believe you come out a better person if you deal with the items that you can deal with and don't focus on the things or the parts of the divorce that you can't deal with. So I didn't mean to bring the show down like that, but this person means the world to me. They've been a very integral part to the development of many of the episodes on this show. And so with that said, I can't tell you how much I appreciate if you've made it this far in today's show. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to coming to you next week. Take care.